Hello, Lola community. Big exhale. I am so excited to sit down today. Can you hear that? That's my son. And he is yelling and happy and playing with a dear buddy. Um, I have not been recording much because it's very loud here. (laughs) There are um, shouts of joy from kids playing and opening doors with the neighborhood kids that we're um, staying close to. And then there's a lot of construction. But I figured if I explain what it was, you might enjoy the sort of sounds of real life. I think oftentimes with meditation and yoga and spiritual esoteric practices, we have a delusion that it's always going to be silent. But this is, I just thought it's time to sit down and exhale with everyone and give a little debrief of the past few weeks. Um, It has been beyond incredible to be a witness and be present to amazing humans really going through it in a lot of different ways. So let me explain. In April, I broke my, in March, I broke my foot. And in April, Jess Lively, I've told you guys much of this before, but I'm going to just give you a little bit of backstory now to catch you up in case you missed it or just remind you. So in April, Jess Lively, who is a podcast host of the Jess Lively show, who I've listened to for many years, I got into her when I was, um, uh, running the yoga studio because it was a business podcast really about, uh, online business and connection and creativity in business. So loved it was really aligned and resonated. And over the years, as I moved away from only Vedic tradition, yoga tradition, um, and Jess moved away from running a business online and really moving more towards talking about intuition and flow um, and, and just creativity and a, and a whole bunch of different kind of lifestyle, conscious living, intentional living, that kind of thing. Um, and then she kept going deep into channeling work with Abraham Hicks and other channel people, the cocoa that she has, all of these layers and layers. There's some of the things that I'm super interested in, and it's fun to hear someone who's also interested. And there's some things that I do that she doesn't talk or really care about and things that she does that I don't really talk or care about. So it's a nice, um, not too similar and very different yet. We have these really deep interests that are, um, her interest in her sharing them and certain teachers like Marissa Peer with RTT. Um, I have read Eckhart Tolle when they, when the books came out and then, um, listening to Jess remind me how powerful a new earth and the power of now are, um, really exposing my mind to, Um, lots of interesting new ways to live and breathe regardless. This has been going on for many years. So fast forward to this spring, April, she decides to offer the inner voice training. I take it, which I'm thrilled about for two reasons. Number one, it felt like the missing piece to unlock the potential in humans that I always saw for them and I couldn't figure out how to help them see it. So I have this ability to see the potential and the gift and the deepest strength and love and power in every human. I truly see it. That's why I think I really connected with my students when I was a classroom teacher of elementary school kids. And now as a college, as an adjunct professor at American, 
I see so much, I see that beautiful light shining in my students. So this inner voice work and inner voice, um, the, the frame, the container in terms of how Jess runs her sessions, that's what she was going to teach us. And it felt like just my whole body was a hell yes, right? So take this training while I have a broken foot. And the other piece that was really, really powerful was she had opened it up for there to be some leadership roles. So she said, who wants to be a student teacher? Who wants to have a little pod um, and work with other people as they're learning how to do this? And anytime there's a leadership role, I'm always in. That's just part of my uh, strength and gift. And what I love, love, love to do is help gather um, people together and really help be in that mentor role. So that just felt like a yes. So learning to do it, becoming a squad leader. And then as I was wrapping up, I started dreaming and dreaming and dreaming. Let's do this in Lola. Let's get a group together. This feels scary. This feels wonderful. This feels magic. This feels weird. This feels wonderful. All of the feelings came up and the sacred playground was born. I asked our other facilitators in the lively training, hey, does anyone want to be one of the community leaders for this? Because you guys know how to do this. And a bunch of people said yes. And then as we got closer to the date, they decided not to do it for their own personal reasons. And Melanie, um, one of the other women in the group who actually lives in Ireland said, yes, I will do it. So she became our community leader. And then we spent 22 days. So we started on um, new moon, sorry, we started on the full moon and started daily inner voice practices. So what do we want to eat? What do we want to wear? Listening, breathing, being quiet, creating. I mean, so many different interesting layers. And one of the highlights of these 22 days is that everybody during the time together was able to have a private inner voice session and either Mel or I facilitated it. And some of them were on Saturdays during our calls and we were all together and we recorded them. And sometimes they were private just based on the number of people we had (coughs) and the slots that were open. And it was so incredibly magical and delicious and wonderful. Now, Here's there's two things that I wanted to bring up today that are relevant to everybody in the community, anybody who's listening. Number one is the big shift. I feel this huge shift that's happened in the type of work that I've been doing. And this feels it's just so incredibly energizing to help people instead of going. So there's this whole thing in spirituality and Kundalini and lots of yoga meditation practices, which are extremely out of the body. They're very much up and out. They're very much connected to seventh chakra, top of head, the sort of aura around the head, connecting to spirit and source in the sky. And over the past few years, I've been really interested in diving into practices that don't lead us up and out, but that lead us in and down. And that is a huge, huge embodiment shift. So going into the heart, going down, or you can stop, start from the top of the head and go down. It doesn't really matter what your entry point is, but the energetic intention is to go into yourself and down through the body for the listening, for the integration, for the embodiment, and to and for the inner power. 
We all have access to it. This is the most beautiful thing that I could share is that this is, I am not special. As I told the women on our last call on Saturday, we are not so special. The most amazing thing about these practices that we're learning, how we're doing it, what we're sharing with people about breathing and going in and down is that everybody can do it. You just have to, first of all, know you can do it. And second of all, I think just practice some of the things that we'll be doing together here. And again, sort of in Lola community moving forward. So in and down, and that is the in and down, I'm finding a thread and a connection um, with some of the tantric teachings and also with some of the Kabbalah teachings and definitely with the somatic healing and somatic inquiry teaching, whether you're talking about um, embodiment of trauma or cells or moving that through or emotional congestion, which we all have. Um, Eckhart calls it the pain body, just calls it bean bags. We just call it emotional congestion or stuck emotions in the body. But we all have that. So there's these magical layers. There's this language you guys can learn and practice where we can go in and down and really use the breath and use the body to give us more information, not just the mind. So that was the first, like I knew it. And then practicing over all these, these 22 days with the, with the circle, that became just so incredibly powerful to watch kind of watch the women light up with connecting to that source inside of them, connecting to that voice, connecting to that intuition inside of them. So that was the first thing in and down, um, like that rooted tree, the tree of life, um, the tree with those roots, right? Like whew, that, that feels really good in the body right now, while there's so much fear and overwhelm with COVID and um, the unrest, the racial justice, there's so much going on that is very in the mind. And yes, it's in the body too. I'm, I'm not trying to take it away from the body, but it's not integrated if it's just in the mind. So this is a, a strategy, a practice, a way of living and breathing where you go in and down and then the wisdom for your next steps will arrive or will arise. So then you can take action that's most aligned with who you are. So then you can move forward for the next step of how you can be of service in your anti-racist or dismantling racism that can be in your service for how to make a plan for your family for the fall or your work. So once you have that in and down and you feel your whole body breathing, you've got access to so much creativity. You have access to so much um, power and clarity for what is best for you in this season. So that's a huge thing. Now, the other piece is this type of healing and living is free and once you learn it, you don't need anything else. And it is so powerful. I have no idea how it will impact the world. Because the idea that you have all you need has always existed, right? We've always heard that in yoga class or in meditation. But then there was never really a bridge to figuring that out. There was never really mm, 
a toolkit or a practice or like there was never something that was then given to us that could really help us feel like we had everything we needed, right? So there was a disconnect between what the teachings were saying and what we were living. This practice of going inside and breathing and listening and waiting and allowing and trusting your true self will uh, could possibly uproot so many other systems because no longer would you need necessarily a therapist to talk about everything because the mind is creating all those stories that you keep talking about and the model of the traditional therapist every week say you know conversation conversation i know therapy in general is having its own like every other profession having its own sort of like what's going to happen here moment as I have a lot of therapist friends who've moved more into the coaching lifestyle coaching world because for a number of reasons, but um, incorporating other modalities, not just talk therapy or mind therapy, but we are using a very outdated system because we didn't have the information about ancestral healing, ancestral trauma, epigenetics, what's happening with ourselves, what's happening with growth and fixed mindset, and what happens in healing, right? Like Dr. Levine's work, Dr. Uh, Menachem's work. So, I mean, oh, it's so profound, you guys, because think about it. If we learn how to go in and listen and breathe and be with our intuition and our inner voice, No longer do we have to go outward with money, with power, with resources, with time to find what we're looking for, to soothe and nourish our soul. We we have it inside of us and now we know how to access it. Breathing, stillness, quiet. It's hard to explain it to you. I'm so much better at this point. And, and this is the whole reason Jess wanted to do the training because Eckhart explains it kind of, but until you actually go through a physical release of the emotion and you learn how to navigate the emotions as the weather and you let the storms come through you and you let the storm pass and you feel your safety and you cry or you shake or whatever comes up. Sometimes you don't have tears. Sometimes you don't have shaking. Sometimes it's light. Sometimes it's deep. We have all of these different ways to describe what's happening, but that once you know that you are free of having to go outside, the the caveat or the thing I'll say is that in this practice I've been doing, so again, to kind of link this up, I have been doing this for a long time on my own. And when I got into Jess's circle, I realized, oh, this is giving language to the process of what I've been doing. And I could never communicate what I was doing. I didn't have the language and I didn't have the container that just how she kind of taught us how to navigate and hold that space. I was doing it for myself, but I hadn't translated how to do it for others. And I also didn't feel really confident in it because I'd only done it for myself. So I didn't know what it would look like for everybody else. And in our training, 30 people went through it. So we were able to see 30 different inner voices 
um, have a release and really listen to that. And then I just led another circle with 19 women and we all had read these releases. So now I've had enough evidence to know, oh my gosh, we all have this. We all have this power. I thought that could be true, but I had not experienced it. And now it's like amazing. So during this intensive, I personally had some stuck emotion and some past trauma be revealed. That was really, really, really hard and messy. And I was walking and crying and breathing and just letting it out and letting it release because I know that I always feel better on the other side. I know I'm a stronger, clearer vessel on the other side of that. I'm, I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better human. So I'm going through this and my inner voice said, call Deb. And Deb is my mentor that I go to when things are really hard. So then I said, okay. And so rather than talking to Deb every week, you know, when something's not coming up or when I don't need her, that's not what I do. I'm able to access the inner voice to say, here's who I need. So this morning, for example, a friend, a dear friend texted me, are you available? I said, not right now, but I'm available this afternoon. She said, great, I'll call you. So we get on the phone. She said, it was raining. I felt like a cleansing. And then all of a sudden I saw you. And so I reached out to you. Like she saw me or heard me in her mind. And I said, that was your inner voice. That was your inner voice leading you to this relationship so that we could have this. And then we started talking and then it started unfolding. And then we accessed her inner voice. We did some breathing together. Oh, then we found some uh, congested emotion and it released through tears and we exhaled, breathed and came out. And then we were able to come back together on the other side, communicate, talk about what had, un- what had happened and remind her that is a skill that she can use, show her this, this is the process, right? So the inner voice for her was saying, call P today because she'll help you through this. Right. And that's what we do for each other. We are so deeply connected and our inner voice, if we are quiet and we listen, she or he will tell us or they will help us, um, you know, go towards the person who will be most nourishing for what we need in that time. But it's not the mind. It's not just because you have an appointment at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays, right? That's not authentic to what's actually happening in the body. So this is a long way to say, I'm going to do a series of podcasts this summer around a bunch of topics that came up in the sacred playground and that are coming up a lot in our Ayurveda year-long circle and that are just coming up in conversations that I'm at but that I'm offering all summer and who knows for how long you guys, I can no longer have a business model that supports financial inequities and or mental inequities, meaning lots and lots of people put up mental blocks for their healing and wellness and sovereignty that are related to money and time. And if I remove that, then you are free to just listen to like freedom, like sovereign free to just listen I want to have a private session and my heart is calling for it. So everything is pay what you can. Everything is donation based. Um, I have no idea what the future holds for the Lola community as a business because 
I am, I am being pulled and called to a different type of model and operating system that I cannot find a name for because I'm not, I don't have a Christian lineage. I'm not a pastor. Um, I'm not a, in spiritual guidance that, that has a lot of Christian connotations. I've been looking at those programs. Um, the rabbinical path is extremely patriarchal and masculine at this point. I, I don't think I'm not feeling that that's a path. Um, I don't know what to call this except for I want to just do it all day, every day with people and share the teachings with people. That's it. I just want to have these conversations in circles and privately to get these tools into your hands, into your hearts, into your homes for this time of transition. That's the mission. And as long as I have energy and health and vitality and all the resources I have to do that for you, please like sign up, join something, jump on board. If you feel pulled or you feel, feel longing, I'm recording almost everything from our talks from Mary Magdalene revealed, um, which is a book about the divine feminine and all the amazing connections to our beautiful lineages and ancestors of, of, of the feminine and what form she comes in. Um, and so I'm feeling called to leave that circle and my grandmother's hands, the healing book on race of the police body, the black body, the white body. This is a profoundly should be required reading for all humans. And so we're going to do that into three parts. Um, just again, as like going deeper with the meditation practices that are in there, the physical, the somatic, the healing, and really be able to spend those three sessions together this summer, um, digging into that work. I mean, I feel more alive than I've ever felt in my whole life, more connected and more aligned, period. It's definitely a huge line of the unknown because I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this last night. I don't know what to call what I'm doing or what my like title is. I, I don't have one and it's okay. And the mind wants that, but my inner voice is like, Oh, stop, just go have fun. None of this matters. You know, you're just doing the work, just show up, just show up, just show up. So I'm just showing up. But, um, I really noticed that I sort of have always just stepped out without, uh, without a, a like market, like <laughs> there's nothing else comparable in the market. Meaning when I was in a classroom teacher, I left to start a charter school for boys. There was no charter school for boys. We had no models in DC to go. And like the closest boys schools were all in Baltimore and they were all really rich and white and fancy. And we were not white or fancy or rich. And so as a school, it was really hard and confusing and wonderful to put ourselves out there in a whole new way than forge that path. And then when I started Little Ohm, there was Circle Yoga, which is amazing, um, but had such a strong adult program. And we had childcare. It was just a different model, right? Little Ohm was like this really unique model. And I, it was really hard to find anything that was like us. And so I had to sort of just cross my fingers and walk the path that this was the right thing for us. And now with Lola Community, with integrating all these consciousness practices and freedom practices and integrating race and social justice and women and power and divine feminine and Shekinah and my Jewish backgrounds and my obsession and love for Ayurveda and lifestyle medicine. Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What could this be? I have no idea. 
it's so fun. It's unfolding. I do see some kind of, you know, I see us dancing together. I see a physical cottage. I see a physical place, but I don't see that happening anytime soon, given, given our life, all of our lives. So I, if you're listening, if you're still listening to this, I love you. Um, I feel so connected to our community in so many different ways and your connection, your energy, your showing up is what's building that network of aligned souls who want a new way of being and a new way of, of dare I say, like praying together. I mean, praying feels so strong and scary because because of all the reasons, because of Catholicism, because of Judaism, because of patriarchy, because of Buddhism, parts of Buddhism. But I don't know what we're doing. And and it's so sacred and it's so powerful. And all I know is it keeps bringing me home in my body, in my kitchen. And the women who've been in these circles and who've been sharing, this has profoundly changed their view and lens of their life. And sometimes it leads them to move or leave a job or leave a marriage. Sometimes it leads them right back into their own bed with a new profound sense of gratitude, love, compassion, and appreciation, and focus and drive for the work that they're here to do and they want to do in the world. And that doesn't have to be big and fancy and it doesn't have to have a million followers and it doesn't have to be on public stages and it for sure doesn't have to be TED Talks. You being fully you is such a gift to your children and your families, holding your heart and compassion and loving yourself and having that really deep, intimate, best friendship with your own inner voice. Um, And then tracing that to your ancestry, right? Grounding it, going in and down. It is beyond powerful. So dare I say pray, dare I say sacred, but not to go live in an ashram, not to go live in a cave. It is to live in your life. And that is the difference. This is not to pull us away from anything. It's to brighten and illuminate where we already are and to make choices. Is this in alignment? To get in the habit of asking ourselves that every day. What can I do to nourish myself? Is this in alignment with my truest self? And is this, are my needs met? Am I fulfilled? And if the answer is no, what needs are not being fulfilled? You know, what needs can I ask for? What needs to get met in my life, in my heart, in my work, in my role? And so feels like a really incredible, beautiful, vast time for these shifts, for these questions. I love you. Um, Please reach out at any point. Again, if you want any of these sessions, I have a few different options on the website because there's a few different things that link to inner voice. And, and anyway, it's kind of like what you're being called to do. Sometimes you actually just need some basic Ayurvedic teachings to start to wrap your head around how to use the inner voice with Ayurveda. Sometimes you just want some, a real straightforward Vedic counseling or holistic counseling where we're just breathing and we're really just using some of the practices of somatics and talk and, and Vedic wisdom, um, 
even just even some yoga poses, honestly, um, to help deepen our life. And then of course the inner voice session, um, lots of people are pivoting right now in their life and their business. And so I've been having those talks really interesting. That's where I get to use my mind and my many, many years in coaching, um, facilitation, planning, logistics. That's, I love all that stuff. I love, um, talking about that with people and creating plans with people and sharing resources with people. That's something I super love to do. And I know the feedback has been overwhelmingly like, you know, positive. This, this has helped people at this time because there's so many people pivoting. So that's a little bit of an update about the sacred playground. It was super intense. It was absolutely beautiful. It was one of the most fun, delicious things I've ever done in my life. And I was truly honored to spend that intensity and that intimacy with so many women. Um, Look for versions of that in the future. I don't know what's going to happen. We might write a book, took a a little guidebook for people. We might do another session maybe in the fall. I don't know. We're going to kind of see where it goes. But for now, stay connected um, in any way that feels good to you. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.